Hey, uh, hey, welcome to How I Learned What the fuck was that? Shh, no, no, your, no, down. no, wait. We, we are in the belly of the beast right now. Oh, fuck, I forgot. That's we, right. we are in the home of Radio Artifact, which we were forcibly removed from. We were dragged away kicking and screaming. We snuck in here. With a suitcase that is very loud. I don't know how yeah, we got into that. We're wearing ski masks. We got the whole black ops gear going, <laughs> yeah. which should make us less conspicuous, but people are looking. Yeah, <laughs> we broke staring. into a church. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah, keep, keep <laughs> your fucking voice down. My bad. We're, we're sitting here with Lee Kimbrell. Hey. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty fun time. I. It almost feels good to be. Bro, we should do like this back on radio artifact every week. Every week, we should yeah, climb into yeah. that window and do it this you way. You think we can fucking tap in, get ourselves back on? I, I think so. Like, hopefully, you guys don't get kicked out when they find that upper decker I left in the bathroom. Hell yeah! Double, <laughs> double, <laughs> double kicked out. It's about to be a triple decker. <laughs> Let, throw it in there, man. <laughs> We're making ourselves blades. a comedy stew. That is gross. <laughs> and it's not representative of the episode you're about to listen to, so don't turn it off yet. Comedy stew, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, uh, Lee, do you want to say your full name? And my name is Lee Michael Kimbrell. I am a proud guest, repeat guest of Hell this yeah. delightful podcast that you guys are listening to. And uh, yeah, I'm stoked. You should listen to the podcast that you're about to listen to. <laughs> and also... You think you're already listening to yeah, it. Yeah, you're all, yeah. Listen to the podcast that you're currently listening to. Keep listening to it. Once you're done, watch Mike and Molly streaming on Tubi. Dude, you got the one plug at the end. You Is get two plugs. Oh, okay. I plug it at the end to remind you. Because you got to make it all the way to the we're end. We're bookended by Lee Kimbrell. Yeah, uh, yeah. We got a, got a, we got a butt plug and one in the mouth, like a, we're a pig on a, okay. on a fire thing. Yeah, yeah. We got Lord. I, I spent Lauren's our gross. <laughs> I spent our gross quota for the intro already, Lauren. No, Let's op- calm I'm it down. It. I'm up at it. I had a budget <laughs> meeting. Comedy stew, and then we're gonna get DP'd on the other side of that. <laughs> Enjoy the episode, guys. <laughs> From yeah, dick or, now. No, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if she knit it herself or not, but I do know that she wore it. Oh, it no shit. Feel like you're walking around in a quilt, like a, that's like a better the, That's snuggie. the word. I was trying to find quilt, and I was going all the way around it. I mean, it. it's full quilt, and I know you guys can't see it, but on the back of it, uh, I've had several people point it out to me. It looks like there's a pentagram. Okay, I think I'm uh, seeing the pentagram yeah, yeah, a little like bit. An upside down, little five pointed star. Yeah. There you go. Your grandma was cool as hell. Boys, I uh, Lee, one thing yeah. up top before we get any closer. Get that mic like right in front of your fucking hole. Right here. Yeah, yeah nah. touch my yeah, lips yeah. to it. Yeah. It, dog. All right, because otherwise go. we're gonna sound like we're in a canyon. All right, there you go. Now we're sexy. Yeah, hell we're in yeah. the belly of the beast. I want all. I want to. I want to have to put at least seventeen DSers on this fucking track. That's what I want to have to do. I mean, <laughs> I don't care how it sounds. I'm just glad to be in person <laughs> with you boys. Hell dude. yeah, dog. I the haven't last done time a podcast. We I don't think I've ever done your all's podcast. No, person. that was. Oh, over, I recorded yeah. that in the living room of my parents' house. Yeah, and I, I remember was, that. I was in my my dining hall. <laughs> oh yeah, you're a Viking. <laughs> my grand passage. 
Yeah, you were in the biggest room you could possibly find. Well, I had to I had to make an impression. I had to make you know that I was doing well during Man, it the was, trying times. It was that seems like a million years ago. Doesn't it though? Yeah. Like holy yeah. shit. We're and I keep forgetting tonight. that time happened because I'll be like, Oh, that was like what, a year ago? Oh, and there's threw, just a black hole. It yeah, threw right? a wrinkle in how we experience time <laughs> yeah it had to have how long have you been doing comedy uh like four years minus two yeah i don't <laughs> right. even know four years plus five yeah. you There's know i mean it's all thrown up everyone it's, has to put their data into now yeah it's just that quick little like quick recall math that you have to do yeah you know when you're like yeah. oh when was the last time was it two years like that four to two year period has been completely fucked for everybody yeah. oh yeah. Like, yeah there's no math 2019 <laughs> Different world. <laughs> totally three different Three years world. ago, oh. fully different world. I, I want to go before the warp. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a warp. Man. Yeah. It's kind of fun living in the warp, though. I like I like yeah. to... I fully... I, you know, I'll go off the deep end. I. It kind of takes the pressure off to walk around thinking that you live in, a, you know, in a different place than it was before. I mean, a full yeah. shift in yeah, dimension. We could be dude. in a fully different fucking place. Well, I walked in and I came out with this mustache. Yeah. So I've, that's delineated. I would love to know. I would love to see like a, a graph, like a line graph of, uh, you know, the percentage of men in America with a mustache Just over the last spikes with the months. COVID rates. Yeah, oh, dude, it went up. It went up 50%. Yeah. I had one. My dad grew one. My fucking brother grew one. I'm I had so an glad that grew one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you just didn't. overlay that with mental health, and it's like, okay, the picture is getting clearer now. Statistics can be fun. I mean, everybody's coming back different. Lauren's fucking shaped like Luke. Well, that had less to do. Well, no, okay. If we talked in, about it when I saw you. Yeah, if you track that, that that might actually be entirely COVID related. Because oh yeah, exactly. Whether yeah. I wasn't attributing it to that at all, but I don't always know how to connect the dots. I'm not a I'm everything not an in the detective. last couple of years could be attributed to that. Yeah, or at least it's the first domino in everything yeah. that's yeah, happened since right? then. Right? I mean, when you have something that literally shifts <laughs> the entire world, yeah, all the dominoes are going to fall, man. Many it's just going to happen. Many dominoes. I do. I do want to compliment you because. I want to say 80% of the time we get about here in the podcast and the guest is like, oh, are we recording? Yeah. But we ambushed you out of the bathroom. Oh, and hell like, hell yeah. Ba- hell yeah. Let's <laughs> go, baby. You there was what? a look of recognition. Let he me was shake like, this dick. Shit, live. <laughs> you know what's such a bummer is that as a bit, I almost came out here with my balls hanging out of my fly. <laughs> I re- I was so close. I w- no, I mean, considered it. I had my hand on the doorknob and my balls out of my pants. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what, man? It's it's six thirty. Yeah. <laughs> the sun, the hasn't sun even yeah. Gone I was about down. to say it's still light outside. The boys don't come out till play. Yeah, at exactly. least till late. They do want to play. Have you guys ever done that? Like, I, I've heard a lot of people discussing it, but like, jackass normalized kind of like homoerotic behavior with your boys as funny like is nudity with your homies ever been funny for you guys because i was always the guy at a party two beers in i'll just take a stroll fully in the nude just (laughs) just one one end of the party to the other one and i say party i don't do this with women in the room but if there's 15 bros just killing 30 you know killing 90 beers between 10 buddies here, I'm fully naked. <laughs> this will just, be a gas. I used to do and it to Rudick and Ran all the time. <laughs> I, I did. I never. I, I didn't drop trow a lot. 
I did live with Muhammad a minute. Yeah, Muhammad, he's a big old naked boy. He was free and easy. Free and easy. That's the the good way to put it. Seeing Muhammad naked. Um, it's a lot going on. Yeah, we talk about that quarantine shift. There's a clear <laughs> before and after. <laughs> sweet, sweet Mo, man. Corn fed Iowa Mo. Yeah, yeah I dog. saw him in Chicago recently. I know. I saw you boys, you and uh, DW and Momo out on the town. Yeah. That's a fun crew. Dude, I. I St. Paddy's Day. The weekend. last time I saw Mo, he was naked. Oh, there you now go. Oh, yeah, I forgot he stripped down for the podcast. No, this was after that. He was just in your kitchen <laughs> in his underwear, and we were about to record with someone else. And we were like, Mo, you have to put pants on and leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't free to um, get get naked for comic effect because so much of that weight was being taken up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't funny anymore. It's just like, oh, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Huh? Right. I'm just another <laughs> dick in the room at this point, yeah, man. just another dick in the wall. <laughs> so I, I just turn around and my balls are out, and then his are too. And I'm like, oh, it was, I was going to do a thing, but. Or one of us going to have to go change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you guys make direct eye contact with your balls hanging out and go. You're a hack. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sack. <laughs> You're a hack sack, dude. The, the idea of someone with their balls out hack. and just being like, "You're such a hack, man." <laughs> yeah, dude. You're a fucking put your ball dick away hack. and I be would, a little creative. Bro, the only time that I ever had my dick out around a friend of mine, we were like way too young for it to be funny. Yeah, we were like seven, sleeping out in the pop-up camper. In yeah, my it was. Parents it was doctor at that point. It was right. just research. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it was like, all right, well, it's dark, so like I'm gonna flop mine around, and then you flop yours around. Yeah, and we were secretly both like, does his look like mine? Oh yeah, for that was sure. all that was, and his did not. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, they're not all shaped the same. I learned that that not. day. I've talked about that with like some peers. Yeah, and gotten. <laughs> way different reactions. I thought it was par for the course that most young boys found a good friend and then we called it doctor, right? right. Yeah. It wasn't sexual. It it, it yeah. involved our parts, but it was it was like how you just described it. It's just You're like seven I don't years have a old. You've got this right. little finger down there that you can't control <laughs> and it, you know, it hurts and it and you pee out of it. And yours hurt all the time. No, 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 like <laughs> when you're going through that age and it starts fucking puffing up for the first time. Oh yeah. Kind of, maybe I'm just like remembering that feeling because it was like scary. But the first time you got a hard on, normally it freaks you out. Pressure in your body meant something was wrong. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's just I, I don't know. Playing doctor, my doctor partner was Marshall Seely. First and last name. <laughs> Throw it out there. <laughs> Old Marsh. We're still buddies. Yeah. But, yeah, it, this, this might tickle your fancy with the church and everything, but one time I remember we were playing doctor in, uh, I don't know, some, like, uh, like, closet that had a window in it, and I remember we duct-taped the blinds <laughs> so God couldn't see. So maybe we did know. Maybe it was a little sexual. <laughs> maybe we knew we were we were up to something. Yeah. Oh uh, tweet God, at dude. us, Marshall. If you <laughs> that is so crazy, Marshall. I'll send this to Marshall. You're my boy, Marshall, and I know. I hope you know. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us now. Do you think God can see through blinds? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, that was fully sexual. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now we'd be using the duct tape for something else. But those are like those are two different exploratory moments. Like if you sure. are trying to be like, is that something that excites me or not? 
Because, like, when you're young and you haven't gone through puberty, it's just like, well, everyone's talking about all these things on TV. Yeah. And I only understand a third of the words, but I know it involves this. TV's a weird one. Um, you know, like, French kissing or making out or whatever? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, was just, it was just on TV. It was just on TV when I was little, like very, very little. You'd see it, I mean, in a commercial, right? Yeah. Kissing was very par for the course. So one time, talking about a fucking bomb, I bombed as like a five-year-old. Hell in, yeah, in, starting in, early. In life, I walk up, <laughs> and my mom's sitting there on the curb with a bunch of other moms, like, you know, four or five streets worth of kids would yeah. converge so no one had to, you Just know, so everyone could around. get drunk. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we get all the kids within a, a, a reasonable eyesight. So it's all the kids, and, and, and then my mom with like four or five of her friends, adult women, and yeah. I'm like four, five, and I apparently seen some shit like some making out on television somehow, and I just rolled up on my mom and like tried to tongue kiss her. Whoa! Wow. Okay. Just tried to tongue kiss her, and she like everyone was like, "What?" The <laughs> fuck? And my mom was like, "You? What do you? What do you?" Do? I was like, "I just assumed that it was how you kiss somebody that you loved a lot." Right. It's an expression. Yeah, you know? that I was makes like, sense. I was like. If that's a kiss, then like, then that's like, I fucking love you. You're my mom. (laughs) You're like, who else do I kiss? Yeah, yeah, dude. A super, a a super passionate kiss. Well, how weird is a kiss to like a child who doesn't know anything about anything? Anyway. Yeah, you you press your mouth against someone if you like them a lot. Yeah, and then if you guys really, really like each other a lot and things are, uh, you know, graduating, open your mouth up. Put your tongue in there. See Don't what put your mom tastes in. like. Wet fish on wet fish action, Yeah, baby. man. I used to, I remember being a young kid and hearing once that if you just like, like rolled your tongue around your own mouth, that that's kind of what making out felt like. Okay. So speaking of these young boy groups, like kind of finding themselves together, there would just be so many nights, me and a bunch <laughs> of sixth grade kids just sitting in silence, just like, <laughs> just mouths closed, rolling our tongue around, just being like, oh, this fucking kissing is going to rule. Yeah. We're going to be so good at it. We're not losers right now. I just picture silent children, and if you look them in the face, they look like a coke addict trying mm-hmm. to get the last little gummer out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just sucking Bro. their tongue. Yeah, silent except for wet mouth noises. Yeah. See, exactly. we didn't have that growing up. Like, I didn't, I'd, I'd never heard that if you just move your tongue around your teeth, that's what it feels like. But we did, a, we had a lot of dudes that would actually try and fool people by hugging themselves. So it looked oh, like yeah. someone oh, was like yeah. all I remember them. that bit. Yeah. I, I got some mileage out of that. They've got nice yeah, long yeah. arms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a thin, it's a thin fucking frame. convincing. You can full on embrace yourself. <laughs> the, dude. Goddamn the mileage on them are arms. pretty large, though. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's oh, yeah. something. You're there. You're with a big hand, a large handed <laughs> woman. <laughs> Yeah, Damn, I, that's cool. Luke's hooking up with a girl his exact shape. <laughs> he he exact doesn't type. seem to be letting her up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. You, One of them's choking. You ever do like the t- the flat-handed thing where you join, like you make the Spock motion, you put the hands together, and then you lift up, and you're like, Little yo, vagina. that's what a vagina's like. Oh, hell And it's yeah. not. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no. it's no. two skin flaps. Yeah, vaginas yep. don't look like... 
tin fingers. There are kids lined up and taking turns to look at your skin flaps. Here's the church. Here's For the real? steeple. Yeah, All that stuff. That was a big one, man. That was a good one. The, I, bro, like, there were so many, like, variations. Because, like, growing up with, like, the church youth group being a big thing, you had things yeah. that would happen at school that were totally normal. Yeah. And then you had this other group of kids the exact same age that had entirely different Complete rules. Complete taboo. A, right. a whole different perspective. Weird as nonsense. But then you'd have a couple of crossovers. You were a crossover. I was a crossover. And you'd go, you'd go in, you'd, so you'd be in church group, and you were the resident bad boy. False. False. I was the golden child dog. The I had them golden all Golden child fold. on both sides? No. At school, I was the fuck up. You were the bad boy. Oh, but That's when you went weird. to... That is weird because it's like you keep your P's and Q's in order in church and then you go to public school and act like a little hellion. Get a little But you were running reverse high. psychology. Well, not. I was not doing anything intentionally. Sure. I was selfishly trying to save my own ass. My girlfriend was at youth group. There it is. So yeah, you had some reason to not want to get kicked out exactly. of that area, <laughs> and and maintained that for years. Yeah, all while being an absolute. I had to sign a contract saying I wouldn't hump any sousaphone instruments or sousaphone players. <laughs> Humans? Yeah, dog. Like that should have got me kicked out of school. And they were like, "Nope, we need a drum line." The uh, way that you're describing yourself as a young man is like 85 percent of current modern day churchgoers. You know, they're just like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I go to church. It's great. I, you know, I've got my reputation there. And then I go back out into the world and God is dead. <laughs> you were ahead of your time. Yeah, right? was, yeah. you was really were. Trends. Setting I trends also like that the lives. contract was like specifically not sousaphone players. But if you want to get outside that circle, <laughs> we're going to have to write up another contract. Straight up. Bro, there are so many contracts I decided. You, kept, you kept all the good shit from the religious upbringing, though. You know, as far as just kind of the... The, just the shit that Jesus had in mind, you know? Yeah, but I didn't get any of it from the upbringing. <laughs> sure. I got yeah. it from LSD. Yeah, ex ex yeah right, <laughs> and a right, huge right, dose right. of, like, self, just empathy and self-introspection. Yeah, you found, uh, you found God in a hopeless place. Yeah, dog. Found God when I lost him in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Feel that. When yeah. you realize that God was the moon. And there that we you are God. Were you there that night? <laughs> I'm, I'm there. We're, we're always behind together. You. <laughs> there was one set of footprints, but that's because Lee was on your back whispering <laughs> into your ear. <laughs> Look at the moon, dog. Two <laughs> ships passing in the night. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, you said something the other night at uh, Stone's writing game. By the way, if you're listening to this and you don't know what I'm talking about when I say Stone's writing game, Find out what Cutthroats is. Find out where it's happening. Write new jokes. It's it's entirely it worth rips, your time. It rips, man. It yeah. was my first time doing it, and it's that like, was your first time. Yeah, I mean, you for, you forget that you can just write a joke about anything. Yeah, we get yeah. so caught up, and it's like, yeah, but what's a Luke Fagenbush joke? What do I want to say? Yeah, when in reality, and and it's like that's ultimately that's the end game, right? Is you try to go up there and be who you are, right? But then also as a way to like stretch that muscle and keep that muscle from being like atrophying muscle just yeah. have some uh some dude write down nine random words <laughs> and just be like all right write a joke about fish and toenails yeah and then just for the sake of sakes you sit down and you write something out and you're like oh yeah that's what this is this is just like word magic mm -hmm. putting them in out the right order <laughs> it's alchemy it is nothing yeah. i think we talked about this on the last one yeah because yep. i because it's like you know my personal favorite aspect of the comedy thing is that, it, you know, 
it's so stupid. <laughs> like, it fucking rules. It, it, we can't let people know, man. It's a, it is a scam. Yeah, we <laughs> are tricking like, dude, people. It it's is just audio snake oil. That's all it is. It really is. I, I love it so much. I love it so much. You sit there and it's entertainment, and then people are like, what is entertainment? As they're sitting there through a bad open mic. That's yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, it's true. Dude. But that, the, 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 what were you saying about Stone's Game? I don't remember now. You're saying if you've never been to Stones Game, I said something. That wasn't. Sto- the I said something. That's again. what it was. Yeah. You said that you and I share a lot of the same mental idiosyncrasies. Sure. Yeah, because you were there, kind of. Oh, he was beating himself up because he spilt a beer on okay, accident. Yeah. He put a beer on a table, and then you know whatever a ghost or something. The beer ends up on the ground. It, it was, was on weird. the table by itself That's for a saying. suspiciously long period of time it before was, it fell over. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, like it's I like something. Don't know. It was millions. So the the table was tilted, or there was magnets on the ground. There was something. It really didn't up make there. any sense because yeah. I was sitting there talking to you, and it's not like you were, you know, hyper lowering and like spazzing out. Right. And, no, no, that 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 beer just fell off the table <laughs> and it was very bizarre but then uh, the reason why i said that we share a bunch of the same most people share a bunch of the same fucking wavelengths but like you acted the way that i would act wh- when how i act when i spill a beer okay you know okay. what i'm saying where it's like me i ran off and grabbed some towels we pick up the glass yeah, the yeah. bartender comes over and to be honest he was being a dickhead I couldn't tell. Sorry, a beer fell in a bar. (laughs) It is your job. It is your job, bitch. (laughs) We cleaned it. Lauren's down there fucking scrubbing it, and it's like you're standing above us, lording over us. And me and him, like, now I'm acting like, well, I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. And then it's like, (laughs) and cute in my mouth, I'm like, nah, I'm not. Fuck off. It's like we're being appropriately kind. Lawrence, it ruined so, his wait, afternoon. Dude. Did he like come off? Ruined his. I night. mean, clearly, I'm still worried about yeah, it. We're talking about it now. Did he watch you guys doing his job that, and just like stand there with his hands on his hips yeah. and judge you? No, worse than that. Yes. Worse, worse than that. I went over right immediately as soon as I heard the sound. I turned. I saw what had happened. I immediately rushed to the bar and I said, "Hey, brother, do you have like a lot of towels?" And he doesn't say, "Yeah." He goes, "I heard it." Yeah, and he gave him six towels. He six needed towels. a beach towel. Yeah, it was a damn for real. Cold oh, beer. It damn. was a real casualty. Was, I maybe it's it once. If it's the guy I'm thinking of, it we is. tip him twice a month <laughs> after our dumb show. He was and so unimpressive. Like he swept up the bulk of the glass. Lee handed him a couple of chunks that he had grabbed, and then he looked at me and he said something. This was the moment that I was like, "Well, maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing right, right. now." He literally said, "Hey, bud, I just had a bunch of people walk in. You got this, right?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I, unfortunately, under fire, I am, I am the acquiescer. And I'm that just, is why yeah. I said what I said, because yeah. so am I. Yeah. And I'm just now making this curve in my life. The way that you act is not bad. It's not inherently bad. At the no. end of the day, it's like you, no, one, no one was rude. But it, it, I was on the outside looking in, watching you act the way that I act and watching him act the way that he was acting. So I had like a little outside perspective. And so it's easier said than done. But, oh, yeah. But I was just like, hey, man. You're not an asshole, Lauren. It's okay. Yeah. You, you do not have the next hour to make it up to this guy. You know? 
Because I in that in that case, I would go and buy another beer and then close out and tip him like ten dollars. Yeah, or some right. Shit, you know, exactly. which you probably did. Which ended the day, not a bad move. But no, I just wanted to cut you some slack and be like, hey, man. It's okay. Yeah. I could see you. You were wigging. Bro, when you when you said that to me, yeah. you literally said, like, you don't have to worry about it. Like, it's literally his job. <laughs> I was, like, on my hands and knees with my phone flashlight looking for Truly. glass. Looking for like, glass. I was, oh, I was in full spaz mode, dog. I was in. like, someone's going to cut themselves, and it's my fault. He made it very clear it's my fault. Yeah, but your spaz mode is rooted in being good. Yeah. You know what Not I'm saying? Not everyone's that lucky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least your spasm is... Yeah, it's make, a, you're truly freaking out that some lady in flip flops is going to cut herself. Right. Some people's spaz modes are like, I'm going to go out tonight and I'm going to fight someone. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm going to fight someone or I'm going to get so pissed that I just knocked this beer over. Yeah. And I'm going to be embarrassed. And when the bartender comes up to me, instead of helping him, I'm going to say, you know what? Suck my dick. You're the bartender here. Right. You know? Right. I find so glad that's not my mode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not any like customer service, any confrontation at all. I'm like, I'm gonna avoid this so hard that we're all gonna be friends. Everything's fine. Everything's it. good. I do find like I need somebody who is not that. So, like, I think that's why my girlfriend works pretty well because if a guy's like, hey, you see that hole in your fence, like the next door neighbor, dog could get out of there, could eat my cat. You watch that, buddy. I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. We're always out here with the dog. And then he'll try that with Tori and she'll be like, yeah, and you'll be liable for it because that's your fucking cat. Yeah, that's your cat and we share a fence. Yeah, Yeah. I I think I need someone who... TSA security is scared of in my yeah, life. That's so true. Dude. That's so true. And now that I think about that, I didn't really grow up with many people like that. My dad yeah. doesn't take shit. I mean, my dad is a 67-year-old man. Like, he he handles his own. Once you hit a certain age. He or handles, was he always like that? He's always handled his own, but it was never in some confrontational way. Yeah. Uh, it was never. He never really blew up. I never saw him like get mad at a stranger when we were, I don't know, like at a park or at a restaurant or some shit. Yeah. My dad, he could, he could pop off, but I didn't have the guy. I I don't have anyone in my life besides my grandfather who, like you said, struck fear into the TSA. (laughs) You know, all grandfathers had that. I I was raised with like nice non-confrontational people too, but. Yeah, me too. And yet there's this like. Bro, you catch me on the wrong day at the wrong time. I've seen you'll it. dress I've, somebody down. I've seen it from uh, all three of us. Yeah, dog. I've seen all three of us kind of lose it for a second. That is the uh, blessing and oh, the curse yeah. of being the mild-mannered person. You run out of patience eventually. Yeah, <laughs> and, but you really yeah. got to choose it. Yeah. You know, like I'll lose my fucking shit six times a year on a friend, on a loved one, and on a stranger. Right? And when it's a stranger. I allow myself to just relish in it and love it and really go for it. Really? Oh yeah, up at the up at a comedy show or some shit. Okay, that's you a little different. That's a little yeah, different. Yeah. I yeah. guess that is a little different because it's work, but it, it, but comedy that we were talking about it earlier. It's one of the best things about comedy is like professionalism is in quotation marks. Yeah, I, right. I doubted <laughs> you for a second, time. and then I'm like, oh, yeah, on stage, I for sure, like... Lost it. Oh, yeah. for yeah. sure. <laughs> Lost it, man. I've seen you go up on stage and 
not even attempt to be funny. <laughs> like, and, and, and by doing, like, and in doing that, this it's is, hilarious. That wasn't a roast. But you're like, all right, what's what's the next five minutes anyway? And, yep. <laughs> and just come up and be like, fuck you. Fucking Fagenbush is my favorite Fagenbush. It, it, it is the best, man. It is so funny when you just see somebody. And it's like, you know, just to try to tie it into the bomb thing, it's like, man, when you can go into a set and you're just, you just have been doing it long enough and you've seen people do it and you know it's a bad thing, but you can still just be like, you know what? I've earned the right to use my five minutes tonight to blow off some fucking steam. Yeah. It's, a com- it's a comedic sick day. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's what you're it really doing. Is. Yeah. You know what's not, you know what's funny right now? Comedy PTO. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, oh comedy my God, PTO, that's dude. So you know what's funny right now? Nothing. It's funny that I'm fucking here, you pieces yes. of shit. We all need uh, comedy PTO. You disrespected my I do, friend. I do love watching that, though, when somebody's just like, fuck this set. I'm not telling jokes. Yeah, I love it. Yo, uh, Lisa Lampanelli? Yeah. Do you know Lisa Lampanelli? Yeah. She, like, 10 days ago... It kind of trended on Twitter a little bit. I saw it just because it's like in the comedy sphere or whatever. She had a full-on Max Back Patio meltdown yes. at a theater. Left the stage. Got, went down in the audience with a wireless mic and was like finger-pointing this woman and call her a cunt. Hell and it went yeah. on for like six minutes. I mean, to the point where the show's over. It's not like she was killing. It was like, it was sad. It was sad. It was like, oh, she is just lost control of those one thousand people. <laughs> Holy she shit! She has lost control, man. Wow. Haven't? Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, I don't need you, stupid fucking people. I started booing her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you. Yeah. Holy, you kind of do. Like, yeah, you certainly yeah. do, man. hundred percent. Do you think, like, maybe a minute in, she was like, "This is my Bill Burr moment." Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I will have a Netflix animated show yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. like the other side of the coin. What if you do it and it works, and then you just have to be angry for the next fifty years? <laughs> Louis Black. <laughs> Louis Black. Yeah, yeah. Dude. off stage. Lewis Black is a mild-mannered, intelligent, kind man. Yeah. But he goes up on stage, and he does a theater, and for 80 minutes, he screams. Yeah. He's... The jowl shake. Yeah, exactly. The jowl shake of fury is so true, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, he shakes with, like, the anger of a father who, like, their kid just ruined their car. For sure. Like, like, just not, like, life-ending, but, like, severely life-altering bullshit that was not your fault that your offspring did to you. That's the kind of jowl shake that guy has. Yeah, exactly. Does he even have kids? Lewis Black? I don't know. That, uh, you call him up and ask him. Yeah, I'll, I'll call old Lou. I'll call Lucifer. Lucifer. Yeah, man. Lucifer, Bro. Lucifer Black. If there was any kind of a nickname I wish I could get away with. Lucifer Black sounds like a character from Harry Potter. A hundred percent. Lucifer Black. Lucifer Black. Yeah, he's the one that finally takes over after Voldemort dies. It's Next bad guy. Name. Trying to think... Um, I could just sit here for five hours and just talk bullshit, but we got yeah. a show here in a little bit, and for the sake of the show, I'm trying to think of a of a, a, a supreme bomb that I've had. 
I uh, th- I did. Th- th- <laughs> I'm like, hmm. <laughs> what? Ha- when have I seen Lee bomb? <laughs> Dude, I've been bombing it's around town a lot lately. Really? I've heard the opposite. Oh, well, from been, well, thank you. Yeah. I'm doing. I'm. I. There's some stuff that is working right now. I say bombing around town. I guess it's just because like you kind of like redefine a bomb. And I think I said this last week. I only bomb in my eyes when I misrepresent myself yeah. on stage. Uh, okay. It's yeah. like we were saying, if I'm in a wrong headspace and I go up there and yell and yeah. I'm mad and I allow myself <laughs> yeah. to get mad and it bombs and it doesn't get laughs and then people think I'm a dickhead, that's yeah. when I feel like I bomb. But I don't know. I've just been going up on stage a little bit lately and just trying to be very loose. So I appreciate you saying yeah. that. I haven't been bombing, bombing. I, I felt like I was... In a little bit of like a writing slump because oh, I'll 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 like get I'll try and do five minutes and then if it doesn't like start hitting I'm just with those jokes for like a week I got to do them three times so I know for sure and then yeah. I'll forget about that yes. thing by the end of the week I'll be like I'm a shit comedian yeah and it's, what am and I doing it, with it's my so life so false because you do you write five minutes at a time you yeah. show up at an open mic and you're like here's the new set. And it's like, man, I mean, especially with the way that you work, dude, if your hit rate is 35%, if you're batting 350, then it's like scrap whatever you didn't like in that five, put it on the back burner, take the heat, throw it in the, you know. Yeah. I love watching your process, man, because you, I I know the, the, I I guess maybe I said I felt like I've been bombing just because I'm just now coming out of what felt like a three-month fucking dry spell of material. I'd write a joke that I could open up the hub open mic with and it would get laughs, but it didn't belong anywhere in my act. And it was like what we were talking about earlier. It was just a joke about a fish. Right. Like it is just yeah. a joke. And I'm not Mitch Hedberg. I'm not a joke guy. You know, yeah. So I, I know what you mean about it's, like that's a different way of bombing is like being a comedian, identifying as a comedian, and then not having a fun set for three months. Yeah. <laughs> while you're going up, while you're going up and hosting your own shit, and it's yeah. like that's the that's the eternal that slow, arduous, torturous, drawn out bomb is where you're just thinking. Am I a shit comedian? But that's yeah. that's the work you got to put in if you want like a fully formed set, right? Because that's the seventy five percent that people don't see, hopefully, and then you'll come out with hopefully. Aw- awesome special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, man. I know it. What's uh, it a gnarly bomb? Did I talk about when I was brand new last time? Uh, the show at Yesterday's, which is now World Glass Bar in Mount Adams. No, no. you talked about the Halloween, Halloween show. Halloween party. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I couldn't remember if I peppered this one in, but maybe because I've just replayed our podcast together a million <laughs> times trying to that explains think the, about what I views. wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We noticed you charted. Yeah. Um, it was, I was six months into comedy and I was in Cincinnati brand new and there's a, a, a bar in mount adams now called world glass bar it was formerly called yesterday's yep and i was just new and wanted to be in the scene right so there was a showcase at yesterday's with a bunch of local killers it was like oh you know all all the funny people it was like cal jansen jay armstrong jeremy blake 
Fuck those guys' like, last names. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jer- yeah, you're right. Jeremy Johnson, Blake Hammond, Friends of the Pod. A lot of Mike Kalinske. No, oh, Hel- yeah. yeah, like it was a great show. Yeah. So I was excited to go and watch. So I'm brand new. I'm Eddie Haskell. I'm just, I'll, I'm texting with all my new friends. And I was like, I'll pick everybody up and we'll come to the show. So I go and I pick up Mike Kalinske. And I pick up uh, former comedian Adam West. Bro! A T O M. Holy <laughs> shit! I, I cannot ever get yeah. the movie Waterworld out of my head because of Adam I know, West. Man, Adam West. Holy dude. shit! That was a wild guy. He, truly <laughs> a wild person, man. God damn, he was so crazy. I, I just remember starting out in like every three months, people <laughs> yes. would be like. Did Adam West die? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this time it might have stuck. Maybe he did. Who like, knows? No, that guy, that guy was wild as hell. Because you'd hear that and you'd believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean that guy who just drove off blackout drunk yeah. is dead? You don't say. That guy screaming into the night sky. Truly, man. He so. had a pattern, though, dude. He would, he, would, he would resurface and everyone would be like, oh, shit, you're okay. Cool. And then he would be around just long enough to get booked on a show. Yep. And then he would crush for like four minutes. Yep. Like really crush. Yes, he really would. And then he'd come down off that high and then he'd disappear again. Yeah, and then he'd be gone. Like clockwork, dog. That's so true. Uh, He still has a joke of his that I remember. I'm going to say it on the podcast because I don't know where he is. It's like... If you don't shit for three weeks, that doesn't mean your body's working at 100% efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> you should do that. That's joke. awesome, dude. It's so funny how like a joke from somebody that was that was only in your life for four months will stick with you for forever. Yeah. I have an I Adam West I spent more joke. time with the joke than I have with the guy. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. dude. Can you imagine how sick it would be if there was like somehow impossible to make but if you could put together like a coffee table book of stand-up shots of the greatest jokes of comedians who aren't comp comedians anywhere Bro. anymore. Oh, we need a there'd be, be so historian. <laughs> yeah, we would need a full-on historian from every scene, every region. Yeah, dude. But you'd have cool. to get like the local photographer, the Mike Frank, who's at all the shows taking pictures of everything yeah. in every scene. And holy shit, dude, that would be an insane thing to put together. So I'm uh bright, bright yeah, bright eyed and bushy tailed, new in the scene, you know, I have Hair? Just, yeah, I have hair. <laughs> I have hair. Oh, my God. I have a full head of hair. I'm a teacher. I, you know. I only say that because it's starting to creep on. Oh, it was there. Doug, oh. we're all there, bro. Yeah. And, I mean, where is the lie? Six years ago, I had hair. Now I am completely bald. <laughs> it's not a roast so much as a observation. Ob- observation. I-, I was taking a walk down memory lane, and yeah. Lee looked a little different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was fuzzy. Oh, so, so I'm all haired up. And <laughs> go. Got a car full of your best yeah, friends. A car full of my new fucking best friends, <laughs> and we are smoking weed. Imagine that, getting Hell so yeah. stoned. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. You're starting to. You're starting to feel like a comedian, and you're going to a comedy show at a bar, which yeah. a year ago you didn't even know was a thing. Yeah, and, you know. So I'm like on the end. I'm picking up these comics. Feel very cool, and we're getting so fucking high on the way there. We're smoking joints. Adam's got a one hitter. I hit his one hitter like seven times. We're cooked, it's right? A seven hitter. We're yeah, it's a seven hitter, dude. It's a dozen hitter. So we're cooked, and we walk in to 
yesterday's, like five minutes before the show is supposed to start, there were six people on the lineup, and when we walked in, there were seven people in the bar, the lineup plus the bartender. So it was, it was nothing. So they, uh, you know, they said, you know, look, look, what I heard at the time was, hey, you know what, man, no one's here, so thanks for showing up, it's all good, we're just going to do an open mic, fuck it. That's what I heard. But what they really said was, I fucking hate my life. <laughs> this was a complete waste of the evening. And, you know, I, it probably my entire life. What am I doing? We're going to do an open mic. You fucking loser. <laughs> That's what they really said. Yeah. So I am high out of my mind and six to eight months into comedy. And I go up first at an open mic. And the audience is Adam West... Mike Kalinsky, the bartender, and then six angry comedians who completely hold me in contempt. You know? Like, it couldn't have, like, I wouldn't be able to go up today in that situation and do well. Like, it was, like they were so mad. The bartender was pissed. Yeah. All the comics on the show were pissed. And then, oh you know, and God. I didn't know how to do comedy. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. With the best crowd. Truly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was bad when I had people there. So I just, I, I, dude, I just went up so fucking high in front of a room full of people who didn't know me and didn't like me. And they were already mad. Did you feel that in the moment? Or were you hitting the stage like, oh, boy. No, 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 yeah. I was, oh, boy. I was like, man, what a surprise. I get to do a set. I'm a little high, but you know what? You're always a little high. It's okay. (laughs) Par for the course. Yeah, exactly. And I just went up there. And about 10 seconds into my five-minute set, I realized that. I wasn't going to get one sound from the <laughs> I didn't get a sound. I, the, only mo- the only movement I remember was Jay Armstrong crossing his arms, taking a huge, deep inhale, <laughs> and then on the exhale, he just dropped his head. <laughs> just... <sighs> And, uh, and then, I, you know, that probably happened a minute in. And, dude, and you know when you start bombing and you start speeding up? Yeah. And now you're fucking... I'm speeding up jokes that don't exist. <laughs> I'm, I'm speeding up story, like four-minute story with one punchline. You know what I'm saying? You still have the little punchline pause, like, uh, no. Oh, dude, the best. The punchline pause is so funny to see comics do it. It's like, and, yeah, and, and you guys know what I'm talking about. And nothing. It just, it's the, the best bombs are at venues where there are already background noises. Like yeah. there's, you know that Your uh, blender. Yeah. There's that one room, and no one knows how to turn off the fucking light show. So that's fine if there's music going on, but there's those little ball lights that are twisting around and shining lasers oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mixwells? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you bomb there, you just hear this little motor just <laughs> whirring in the background. And, and, the, and so you can hear it, you're bombing, and then also aesthetically, the room is fun. The room is lit. <laughs> the crowd, yeah. not so much. The room is fun, man. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. We should have turned off the disco. <laughs> I think that's that might be the ticket 
that might be the ticket for the best, like the funniest bombs. It's all juxtaposition. Yeah. It's, it's one step away from having one of those singing fish through your entire set. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all juxtaposition. It's all in comparison. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that's so funny. Just bombing in a room that is a disco. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Holy shit, But, I mean, man. that one... Uh, no real, no real like huge punch, but I it shook me, it shook me to my core. Yeah, that was, bomb at yesterday's. Was, was that like, like your first show? I mean, it, but uh, technically, yeah, I, yeah. Technically, I mean, it was an it open was an mic. Open mic. It was a booked show. Yeah, with a poster. Yeah, and they really wanted people to come, and not one soul came. Nothing's changed. Yeah, and um, <laughs> welcome to world. Yeah, yeah, welcome <laughs> to the world that we live in, but. Yeah, I just remember driving home and complete silence with Adam West and Mike Holinsky. <laughs> Did they also go up? They went up. Holinsky got laughs. Dick. Of course, <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did, man. Damn, Adam West. I haven't thought of that guy in a long time. Adam oh, West. I, dude, I will never forget um, LaRose's phone number because of the Adam West joke that's stuck in my head. Oh, yeah? Which, yeah. What is the joke? Uh, he used to work at the Roses Call Center, and the number is uh, 432-71111. So if you call, he might be one of those unfortunate ones. Oh, oh, oh that's good. And I'm just yeah. like, well, that's, yeah, that's very clever. That's, that's a good. joke. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it is. It's funny. One of yeah. those unfortunate ones. We should hire a detective. To find Adam to cross West? cross state lines and bring <laughs> Adam West to this podcast for an episode. Oh, That's when we that find out he's rule. fucking downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in our house already. He's like, yo, I knew Doritos were disappearing. We do a ton of resort research and like on the wall, you've got all the thumbtacks and the yarn going yeah. and everything. And it's like this great montage of us trying to figure it out. And then slowly we, we start to realize that Adam West is Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, oh my God. That's why, why he kept disappearing. He's so, he's saving the world. We just show up at Tesla and he's like, get out of here. I can't go back to my old life. Yeah. <laughs> we ruin Elon Musk for the world. <laughs> yeah. He was solving Ukraine and we take him back. Uh, no Neuralink. Now every paralyzed person will never walk again. Sorry. Sorry just, for the podcast. It we need more little But he's got a decent tumor. Five. So you see the trade-off. Yeah, I get it. Oh man, I There's did. A, I did a pro am recently up at Go Bananas, where the audience were just—they all graduated from the University of Dumb. They were no. just—I mean, everyone was up there tanking, and I did what we were talking about. I took my five minutes to go up there and just chastise the crowd <laughs> and, uh, for being stupid, for being bad. For being stupid and rude, for being a bad comedy audience, you know, it's like, what the fuck? You came here to see your friend do it for the first time. Here's a surprise. We're gonna she hit sucks. Yeah. We're gonna hit pause on jokes for a bit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Daddy Lee needs to give you a stern talking. What's to. wrong with you guys? You paid. You came here. You drove here. Right. What is happening? Did you drive here to have a bad time? Yeah, man. Well, I mean, some people like, I mean, if if you are at a, a thing where everyone is supposed to be paying attention to the same thing. Yeah. 
Most folks don't know how to navigate that situation That's very correctly. True. Like if you've never been to a movie theater and you go and see a scary movie and something pops out at you and you scream, You're oh talking. shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you don't sure. know the etiquette. A lot of people don't know any better. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. very true. One thing that I would say in that regard, you chastising them makes you the hero. You're the educator. You're still a teacher, Lee. Always, once a teacher, always a teacher, man. And I still get high and go to work. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing don't change. Nothing's changed. Still hang out with children, just mentally. Man, I love like bomb tropes, like things that right. you see at open mics. Because you host yeah. an open mic. You've hosted an open mic. I host an open mic. We have collectively, the three of us have, we might have... We might have seen five, six, seven thousand hours of open mic oh, comedy yeah. between us. Oh yeah, which is really crazy. Right. That, that not not plenty of people are like comedy fans, and a lot of people are comedians, but not many people like host open mics for five <laughs> fucking years. You know, right? it's insane. Yeah. It's really crazy. But that one of my favorite things, just a, it's just a guaranteed bomb. Is you'll you'll see somebody at an open mic and you know the nature of open mics they might be really good and then there's a lull and then they'll get good and then they're bad yeah you'll see somebody go up 25th out of 30 <laughs> and they'll go up in front of eight people and just be like make some noise for everybody you've seen and there'll be eight people and six of them will be like <laughs> yeah and it'll be like, wow, the energy in here is great. And it's like, no. The energy, <laughs> no, the energy in here is bad. And you're making and it you worse. you knew that. Yeah. Or, or, dude, the best is just telling a horrible joke and then just being like, tough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's wrong with you guys? And it's like, you haven't said anything funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's, it cracks the, me there up. are a lot of tropes that I'll see and then I'll be like, I used to do that. That's yeah, why it's not time. funny. All the time. But that was one where I was aware of it. And I'm like, how did you not know that that... If you see it in a sitcom, yeah. yes. maybe right. don't bring it to an open yeah, mic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. shit, dog. I mean, there have been so many TV shows that have let you peek behind the curtain of what it is to be a comic. Yeah, for sure. That, like, I don't know. I expect more out of audiences now. Audiences have definitely evolved. Uh, to your point that you were making earlier, there are still, even though it kind of surprises us because we're such egotistical animals, there's a lot of people that don't take in stand-up. Right. There are so many I, fully, I that. fully functioning 45-year-old dudes who if we ran into at a bar, we would think we're cool. And then they would say, I've never been to a live stand-up comedy yeah. show. And it would blow our minds, the but that's thing is, not that weird. No. They're doing fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah they <laughs> well, they're doing fine with that. They're doing excellent. <laughs> they're doing excellent, but that, that, that always does just kind of crack me up, is when people will go up in a horrible situation and, and just <laughs> not have the tact and just still blame the audience. It's like, <laughs> if you're at an open mic and there are seven people watching, God bless their no souls. No They're kidding. They're still there. Never it's a miracle. After them. <laughs> They're real. just as mentally ill as you are. No shit. You know? It's, I, so I've done my fair share of turning on people, but only when I feel like it is warranted. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? Like, that, I think that's like my cringiest bomb is when you see somebody go up at an open mic. Yeah. And just go in on some lady who might be maybe talking to her friend a little too loud. Yeah. Right. Or there there are just drunken, relentless hecklers. 
and that they just don't it doesn't click to them that it's not a fun time for anybody else yes and i saw it, it was jeff tate oh at chameleon I he made that dude that. cry i heard about it and that. it felt really Whoa. good I heard about that. Like he got so many chances, and then it's just when when it's like, no, there's no jokes anymore. Fucking stop. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude, made the dude cry. It's a beautiful thing, and it was a good yeah. thing. <laughs> Having no context for anything you're talking about, that is an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. that's, also, that's what a multiple multiple decades in public speaking gets you. You can right. dress someone down and make them cry in minutes. Yeah, it's like, terrifying. To he the could, to the glee of a room full of other people, <laughs> which is what's so crazy and ass backwards about it. Because like out of context, it's like the worst thing you could ever do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just berate a man where you're the only one with a microphone. Yeah. Your yeah. voice is amplified. He has no recourse. <laughs> you just make him cry, and everyone's like, that guy's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> we we are actively <laughs> doing that. Yeah. We're like, he's so good. Isn't like, he crazy, man? He's being mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. Oh, shit. Look at how mean he's being. Yeah. That guy's face oh. is super wet. Fucking <laughs> rules, dude. I love it. I, I, uh, dude, this has been an absolute blast, yeah. bro. I know. It's it, fun to shoehorn a podcast in before a comedy oh, show. Oh, yeah, that's such a cool aspect of this. <laughs> yeah. We're sitting upstairs. The stage is downstairs. We're fucking killing it. We're in the belly yeah. of the beast. Do We're, we want to say that on air? Are we allowed? Oh, that's how I'm starting the intro. Oh, sick. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, then let's get to that intro. Thanks for listening, wait, everybody. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Can you I got plug? plugs? Yeah, no, plug. no. Plug how dare you want to plug something that you actually have to plug? Thank you. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. I mean, it's like, I, yeah, there's. There's actually a pluggable thing. I uh, get on your smart TV and download Tubi, T-U-B-I. It's an app. It's on your TV, and I have a comedy special on it. It's fucking, it's fucking wild. You can watch it anywhere in the world. It's called Mike and Molly. So follow me at Leon Kimbrell on Instagram. Uh, you can find it that way. Or, like I said, you can just go to Tubi. Type in L-E-E, and it, 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 I will pop up as well as... Thousands of Bruce Lee movies. <laughs> Tubi loves karate. Uh, if your special wasn't enough, yeah. I think Bruce Lee is really going to sell yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Go watch 15 minutes of my special so it counts as a view, and then just watch a bunch of... And then just do... Yeah, watch Bruce Lee, Jet Lee, yeah. all the great Lees. Enter it's Lee Kimbrell, then enter the dragon. That's at, the, at the very beginning of the internet, when we all first started like going to Google.com and Googling our names to yeah. see what yeah. Pop up, uh, back like you know, 10 15 years ago. If you googled Lee Kimbrell, the only thing that would pop up were uh, obituaries for old Asian men. No <laughs> shit, Lee Kim, dude. <laughs> Lee Kim is incredibly Korean. <laughs> That's amazing. It's just all old Asian men. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, now, now you have something to google when you're done listening to this. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hell yeah.